Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. Consider donating to my podcast via PayPal and check out my TikTok. I will put all the info in the show notes. Please give my podcast a five-star rating so it reaches the people that may need to hear it. Hi, guys. I hope you're all doing well. I'm recording this Monday, so happy beginning of the week. Um, I posted a question on my Instagram, which was more like, give me ideas. This is what I wanted, ideas for my podcast. Because being the person that's recording them, I have to come up with what am I going to talk about. And usually something that happens in my life is what triggers it. But actually, this time I wanted ideas from you so that I could talk about something that wasn't happening to me, what isn't emotional, because that's very draining for me to talk about, you know, my parents leaving, you know, everything to my ex-husband. That's that's horrific for me. So um, instead, I'd rather talk about what is on your mind? So what what are the questions or the mistaken beliefs that you may have? Um, and I got a lot of ideas. And I will tackle them, believe me. But the one that came up the most often, and I understand why, and I've been in your shoes, so I, I get it, is how do I make my family... Believe me. How do I unbrainwash my family members? Right? How do I get them to to see the narcissist for who they are? I am tackling this, but you're not going to like my answer. And if you go anywhere else, you'll find the same thing out. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'm not a I'm not a licensed therapist. I counted how many books on narcissistic parents and narcissism I have, and it's 19. I haven't read every single one cover to cover, but I've read, I've read every single one to the point, you know, skimming through, maybe skipping chapters that I didn't think were relevant to me. But I have 19 books. So there you go. 19 books, lots and lots of web pages, um, lots of Instagram pages, my own uh, support group that I'm in. That's my, um, and my personal experience, of course. So those are my credentials. (laughs) And I put that out there because I don't want anyone to, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody. My, my point is to share my experience, share what I know, um, and hopefully help you, help you. And, And I do get those messages about how I have helped people. And that's, that's the only reason I do this, right? Um, I don't even work. So that's why I asked for PayPal donations. And thank you for the person who sent me a nice, very, very nice donation. I appreciate it very much. Okay, so how do you unbrainwash the family? 
Well, the answer is you can't. You can't unbrainwash the family. This is the thing. This is how it all happened, okay? The narcissist has been, first of all, if they are the main narcissist in the family, they've got control of everyone. Believe me. And that just happens because that's their personality. That's what they do. They control things. Everything they do is to their benefit. So what they've done is they have portrayed themselves as either the savior, the saint, the do-gooder, the communal, right? The communal narcissist who is always running to the aid of anybody that needs it. And in the process, probably neglecting their own children, right? Or they're just, you know, normal to the outside world and, and abusive behind closed doors. Um, narcissists tend to be, tend to need, or not tend to need, to need attention from people. So what they've done is they have smeared the scapegoat to the family for many years. It is not new just because you're finding out about it now because you changed your behavior somehow. Either you started to go low contact. They notice the smallest things, okay? I'm going to give you an example. The last Mother's Day that I was in contact and I'm and I'm saying in contact but it was very very low contact because this was the mother's day was just weeks after finding out that I had three adult older than me brothers that I had no idea existed right I grew up an only child um so this was a few weeks later was mother's day a few weeks is too much it was 2 weeks later was mother's day so I ended up not sending a Mother's Day gift, I think, right away. I, I sent it late. And instead of buying a card, I, I purchased the gift through Amazon and I filled out their card. You know, you have that option if it's a gift to write something in a little card that they send. And I wrote, you know, whatever, Happy Mother's Day. And I wrote love. And I wrote the family the names of the family, my husband, David, my name, Millie, and then my daughter's name. And normally, when I write a card to her, my name would be first. Love, Millie, David, and Emily. That's the order. She noticed it. Okay? They notice everything. So the smallest change in your behavior is something that they will Focus, laser focus on and complain about. She did. She told me. How come your name isn't first? I said, I just wrote it the way it's normally written. And that's how you sign cards from a family. The man, you know, had a household. That's just tradition. That's how it's done. And she laser focused on it. And actually, I did it because I didn't want to put my name first because I was my life had been turned, she turned my life upside down. She destroyed me. I, cu I couldn't. She's lucky my name was on it at all. Anyway. 
So the reason that they smear you and they smear you from many years before is because they know that someday this could happen. They know what they do is wrong. They're not unaware, okay? Let's not excuse a narcissist's behavior, please. We do not blame victims in this in 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 my world. Okay? And excusing a narcissist's behavior is blaming the victim in my in my opinion. Okay? So, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They do it on purpose. They plan everything. And that's why they notice everything. Because in their minds, we're all doing the same thing. Even though we're not. We live our lives normally. We do what we do. We're not, we don't make choices based on how it's going to hurt somebody. Or how it's going to benefit us and hurt someone else. That's not what we do. Right? So... Any change in behavior is going to tip them off to the fact that this is the time that I have to ramp shit up right now. Excuse my language because I'm about I I could lose my number one narcissistic supply person, which is you. If you're listening to this, you're the scapegoat. Okay, and that's the question that a lot of you have is how do you on F-U-C-K, your brother, your siblings, and your aunts and uncles and cousins, but mostly your siblings. I know that's the major concern is those of you that have siblings. I grew up an only child. My siblings, I haven't, the last time I even had any contact with one of them was months and months ago. Um, so for all intents and purposes, I'm an only child. I'm the only, um, I'm my mother's only child for sure. So, well, as far as I know, <laughs> I don't say anything for sure anymore. I don't trust anything. But I'm I'm her only child. And I'm her main, I was her main narcissistic supply. Right? I was the one that she abused. She, she got prey, she got her praise and the emotional reaction she wanted from me. And she controlled my life. She got everything she wanted from me. It was me and my dad, but mostly me, right? So the minute that they feel that they're losing the grip, they ramp up everything. So the smear campaign has always been happening. But this is the point when you start to hear it. And you start to realize that your siblings... What they really think because you're you're voicing your opinion. You're telling them, hey, this is messed up. And they're like, it's not. No, it's, it's not messed up. You're looking at it the wrong way. Because they've brainwashed them just like you, you said. But to answer your question, I'm giving you background as to what happened. So obviously... They've been brainwashed all along. You were brainwashed too. Until the moment that you figured it out. And if someone had told you. Before you knew. That your mother or father was a narcissist. That they were bad. And that they were mistreating you. You would have argued with them. And I know this because I did it. My husband said something negative about my mother. Years and years ago. And 
I had a fight with him over it. How could you say that about my mother? It's my mother. How could you? He knew he had to step back until I was ready to hear it. I had to figure it out. And that's what happened. To, that's what's happening with them. And I have other news for you. You can't control what other people think, how they think, what, what their opinions are, what they say or do. In other words, you only have control of your reaction, what you do, what you say, how you handle this. You can do many things in, in that situation, right, with, with the siblings. My advice, again, I'm not a licensed therapist, so this is advice that you can take or not take, is to make sure that they know your siblings, right, or whomever it is, that they know that you're there for them, no matter what happens, but I wouldn't necessarily keep close contact with those people because those people don't think of you in a good way because they've already been tainted by what your narcissist has told them. And they believe it. And if they believe it, then they don't know who you really are. Okay? This is not your tribe. These people who believe... The narcissist is not your tribe. I found out a few, uh, two, what, two years ago that my mother had been saying things about me when I was in my 20s, 20 years ago. Was smearing me in my 20s when I had done nothing, right? And lying about things. What was she lying about? Me going to college because she pulled me out of college because she wanted to because I was happy there, Right? The best two years of my life, I always say, were those two years I was in that college. And I couldn't be happy without her, right? It's unacceptable. I couldn't possibly gain independence by being in college, even though I was in dorming. I was commuting to college. But um, she had to pull me out after two years. And, and instead of, you know, she couldn't tell people the truth. So she told them that they had paid the tuition and that I wasn't going to classes. I have all my credits. I have proof of this, and they still didn't believe me. With proof. With my transcript. Because I went that far. That's another thing. Don't defend yourself. Don't defend yourself. Don't try to convince people that what you're saying is correct and what the narcissist is saying is wrong, even if you have proof like I did. It's not going to convince them, even with proof. I don't know why. I can't explain why. But they have it in their minds that you did this. So, you know, they probably said, oh, she probably made it up or she probably went on the computer and used Photoshop or something. I swear to God, do not try to defend yourself because then you look guilty. Stand in your truth. But that's different from defending yourself. You say what you have to say. But you don't defend yourself. Those are two different things. You can have a conversation with someone and explain your situation. This is what it is. If they argue with you, let them argue with you. Let them say what they have to say and don't defend yourself. You say, fine. That's it. You don't need to do that. You do not need to defend your actions 
that are the truth to anyone. If they choose to believe what the narcissist said, they are not on your side. Okay? I advised you to keep the door open in case your siblings come to the realization that they're being manipulated by the narcissist. Someday they might come to that conclusion. Now, unfortunately, in the narcissist dynamic, it's the parent and then one of the children is the scapegoat. And that's the one that gets all of the abuse, that gets the most amount of abuse, gets most of the everything. While there is one who can do no wrong, and that one's never going to believe you. That one's never going to be on your side. That one is the the best thing since sliced bread in the, in, in the narcissist. Not really in their opinion, but it's how they treat them. And then there's there's... The, the other siblings that are somewhere in the middle between sometimes they get abused, sometimes they're treated great, you know. But you, unfortunately, were the scapegoat and you're going to be the whistleblower. You're going to be the one that changes things. But the change starts with you going forward. You can't go backward and try and change the past. And trying to convince siblings or aunts, uncles, cousins, whomever, that you are telling the truth and that w- that you're not talking to your parent, for example, that you've got no contact and you are in your right to do so, it, it, it's pointless. Do what you need to do for you. Remember that, okay? I know a lot of times anger comes in. Anger is what fuels what actions you take, right? And it's understandable. Again, you, you have this parent who never gave you love and, and never supported your dreams and abused you and threatened you and hit you and yelled at you and called you names and said you were worthless and I wish you were never born and I've heard all those things too. So I get it, right? You're angry. You want to get even with the narcissist. There's no such thing. I saw a TikTok by a therapist whom I know she's good. I know she's really good at this whole narcissist thing. The only thing is she focuses more on the relationship narcissist as opposed to the parental. And there's a difference. Narcissism is narcissism, but if your role is different with the narcissist, the, the abuse is different. So, um, now I'm not saying one is worse than the other, but those of us that grew up with narcissistic parents were born into it and were, you know, since the day we were born, they were manipulating us and brainwashing us. So it's, it's a different dynamic. Anyway, she said something and I love when I hear something I haven't heard before. Okay. And there are TikToks and Instagram posts out there that say this is the way to handle a narcissist when they're gaslighting you. It's specifically she's talking about gaslighting. For example, when the, you know, you're you're telling your story, right? This happened. You did this to me in the past. And they say that never happened. And then 
the person who's doing the TikTok or whatever advises you to say something like, you can have your opinion, but I know what happened. And she said, none of that works. And I am so happy that she said that. I'm happy that there are still people out there that are going up against misinformation. Okay, misinformation is a huge thing with the internet. (laughs) And I'm not going to get into other misinformation right now. But it is huge. And that is misinformation that you can get back at a narcissist or you can shut down a narcissist. You cannot shut down a narcissist. They listen to everything you say and they turn it back around on you. So if you say something like, that's your opinion, I know what I remember, they will either do the stonewalling, they will come back at you, they will try harder to convince you they will start yelling at you so do not listen to these people who say that you can get even with the narcissist or you can shut down a narcissist that is not true you can't you can't shut them down the only thing you can do is not respond at all don't say anything remember what they want is a response any response Okay, whether it's emotional or not. And I'm saying this, and if in the past I have said different, I'm correcting myself because I'm human. (laughs) And if I've ever said this is how you deal with the narcissist, you know, the only way to deal with the narcissist is to not deal with the narcissist. Okay? So, in the case, going back to the family dynamic and how do I un unbrainwash them? You can't unbrainwash them. That's not possible. But you can stand back and stay away from them because they're they're not just brainwashed. They have roles like flying monkey, narcissists themselves, toxic themselves. Okay, these people that you want to be, that you so desperately want to convince that you're right and you want them to believe you. These people are not necessarily who who you want around you. Right? Even if it's your sister or brother or cousin or whatever. It you don't want them. They're toxic too. They were raised by a narcissist, okay? And there's two theories right now that I've read about, about how a narcissist is made. One, they were raised by a narcissist and they were abused and this was a coping mechanism. And the coping mechanism is learning from them and, and spewing out the same thing so that they're never hurt. Number two, they're raised by people who treated them like they could do no wrong, that everything they did is right and perfect, and supported them even when they were doing messed up things. And I have a personal example of this. I have my cousin, first cousin. He, His parents, his mother, okay? His mother, the light shines through that man's eyes. 
His mother has defended him, has stood by him when he has cheated on his wife, when he has mistreated his kids, and he, she's still doing it. She's almost 90 years old. And he's a narcissist. Why? Because that's what he was told his whole life. And he believes it. He's great. He is 20 years older than me exactly, so he's 67 years old. And he's still talking about going out and finding young girls. He lives in in Miami. Okay. He's full of crap. (laughs) You know. I mean, maybe some girl. But if they do go with him, it's for other reasons other than because they like him. He's 67. Okay. He's delusional. Anyhow. So... What I'm trying to point out here is that these people you want to unbrainwash are probably toxic. And I don't want to upset you by saying that. I'm just saying that if you're the scapegoat, the other people have other roles. Now, I'm not saying every sibling is toxic. I'm, and, and some of them are just scared. And they're just surviving. But again, you can't do anything to convince them that they're in that role. That they're surviving. That they can get out. You you can't do it. This is why having an Instagram page and a podcast, right? And a website and, and a TikTok page and everything I've got related to this is very convenient because I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything you have to come to me you have to go to my Instagram page you have to go and you have to come and listen to my podcast right you're coming to me so you are already at the point of knowing right a person who may have a toxic mother who doesn't already see it is not looking for these kinds of pages Okay, so it's that simple. You guys already know this. I don't have to convince you. But you can't convince anyone else either, right? And you have to treat it like I treat my podcast. Put it out there. Say, I'm here for you. And wait to see if they come to you and listen. Okay, but they have to be ready. Nobody is ready until they're ready. Okay, nobody. People don't see abuse while they're in the abuse. And if your siblings are still in the abuse, they're not seeing it. And you didn't see it either. Well, you can't, it's not that you can't see it. It's more like you can't heal from it, right? You can't heal from abuse in abuse. But you have to be patient and and hope that you have to figure out which one of your siblings or which one of your family members has any hope here, right? It's taken me a couple of years to figure out that my co- the cousin I just spoke about, his son is close to my age. We're very close. Um, him and I still talk. We I try not to talk about this subject too much. He doesn't get along with his father. Doesn't really understand narcissism toxicity, the things that happen. 
And I'm not going to lecture him on, on narcissism. And look at who I am. I do this. I have a podcast. He doesn't even know about all this. Hey, he might know that I have an Instagram page, but he doesn't know to what extent I have a podcast and, and a, a TikTok. Like, I really, I'm out there, and he doesn't know it. And I, well, I want to keep it that way, you know. Because I, I, I have talked about him, not in a negative way. I always talk about this, my second, my, he's my first cousin once removed, right? I talk about him always in a good light because him and I are kindred spirits. But we can't really talk about the pink elephant in the room because he doesn't understand it fully. He just knows that, you know, he's been to therapy since he was in his 20s like me. He's had anxiety and depression um, just like me caused by toxic father. And I don't know about his mother. You know, I... I I don't. I can't judge on that one. It's not that I didn't know her. I just was too young when I was around her a lot to really be able to tell you if she was also toxic. But I know that his sister was the golden child, the younger one. Um, I saw things happen. I saw him get in trouble, get hit and beat up, and his sister got away scot-free, and she was the one who tattled, you know, that kind of thing ridiculous you know and even his sister sees the toxicity but i don't know to what extreme right so you have to feel out my point here is i felt out and i realized okay i could talk to him but not really her i don't have any contact with her besides she'll post something you know on instagram and i'll like it or say congratulations or happy birthday whatever Right. While um, with him, I, I have a much closer relationship. We talk on the phone. We text. You know, it's mostly me because I don't want to lose him. I, that's how I feel. He's busy. He has a baby. I get that he doesn't have the time. So I'm the one that does the texting and he responds. But you have to feel out your situation. Who is it in your family? Right. In your sibling group, who are the ones that have any hope that you see that they're not toxic, that they haven't been completely brainwashed? Those are the ones that you want to really show, I'm here for you. But until they figure it out, you can't do anything. Okay? So, I'm going to make this a very general statement. Because it's the truth. You cannot control what other people do. Regardless of who they are. Doesn't matter. Even your own child. Once they hit a certain age, you cannot control your child. And if you try to control your child, you're going to have a hard time. Okay? You, you're better off supporting Letting them make mistakes because that's what being a human being is about. So I'm going to say that one again. You cannot control anyone else. You can't control what anyone else thinks, what anyone, else, what anyone else's opinion is. 
Another important statement, what other people think of you, regardless of who they are, is none of your business. And that's why we go no contact. Because we don't want to hear what the narcissist is saying about us, the lies they're saying about us. Just cut out anyone who's willing to say, oh, your mom said this, this, and this. Your brother told me that, no, 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 those are flying monkeys. They're getting their their willies from the gossip. No, no. Cut them off. Okay? The people who are really there for you are the ones who, who believe you. Who see it. Who are like, yeah, I always thought that was weird about your mom. Right? But I never said anything. Those are the people that, that you need. You need loving, supportive people. Especially to get through... Something as horrible as this. As realizing your mother was toxic. Another thing I just want to say real quick. I could do a whole podcast on this too. Um, a lot of you are very concerned with diagnosis. Number one, I cannot diagnose anyone. Okay, I have several podcasts and I haven't made a new one because it's the same thing narcissism doesn't change. You can Google it. You know, what are the nine signs of narcissism? What are the nine traits of narcissism? Five, if 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 you look at them and your person has five traits out of the nine, they are a narcissist. They, they are considered narcissistic personality disorder. But that's something that you can do. I can't do that for you. I don't know your mother, father, whoever it is. I don't know them. Number two... Even if you go through all that and say, okay, my mother definitely falls into narcissism. Does it really matter if they're a narcissist or if maybe what they have is borderline personality disorder? Guys, I'm not pointing out borderline because that to offend anyone who has borderline, not all borderlines are toxic, but a lot are on the high end and crossover with narcissism okay so remember that please um i'm not it's not i know borderlines on the low end they're the suicidal hurting themselves kind of people not hurting other people okay but borderlines can go woof off the charts on the other side and they become the evil queen on the other end here you know when i say queen evil queen evil king um so it doesn't matter what the diagnosis is. Putting them in a box called narcissism or borderline or you know psychopath or sociopath or whatever cluster B personality disorder, right? It doesn't matter if someone is toxic. In your life. They need not be in your life. Right? Toxicity and jerk, asshole. It doesn't matter. If if someone's in your life. And they make you feel awful about yourself. They don't need to be there. You need people who love you. Who tell you. Who cheer you on. Even if you have a crazy idea. I've had a million of those lately. Right? 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And you have the people that cheer you on, even if it's nuts. You know, you, you're going to go through a phase of exploration because you weren't allowed to do that when you were younger. So you need those loving, supportive cheerleaders in your corner. Okay? I'm one of those people. Okay? I will tell you right now, I support anything you try and do. I encourage you to try things. Draw. See what happens. I can't draw. I've tried. Knit. You know, write a book. A lot of people are writing books about their experience. Writing is is very useful. I also have a a blog. (laughs) So yes, this all started with a blog a few years ago. But if you go to my website, which is on the link tree in my, if you go to my bio and my, um, on Instagram, I have a link tree and my Escaping Narcissistic Mother's website is on there. Page two is my blog. You can read my blog. Um, write. Right? Write a screenplay. Why not make a movie out of your story? Change some of the things. You don't have to write exactly what happened. Do something. Right? I'm in your corner. And I want to hear what things you've tried out. All right, I have gone over by a lot today, but I wanted to make sure that I explained thoroughly that you cannot change other people no matter what. There is no unbrainwashing, okay? All right, guys, I love you, and until next time.